You might think of it as trusting a foxhole. We're all in the same foxhole together, so it's easy for me to trust you. Cover my back, I'll cover yours. Hello and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT department. In this podcast, we look at sharing cyber threat information. Information technology is no longer simply an isolated set of machines and tools used on a narrow set of tasks. The Global Digital Infrastructure, or GDI, is a worldwide network of devices and services that facilitates a wide range of transactions and interactions for individuals and organizations. Brian Willis is Senior Cyber Threat Analyst with Intel Corporation. He describes GDI. Basically think of it as a central nervous system to society right now, uh, providing most of our core essential services worldwide, from scheduling your flight to how do you pay for your license tags. As this infrastructure grows, we depend on it more and more. With that comes vulnerability. In my field, we call that increasing the attack surface. And that means no single organization, no single government, no single entity has a broad view of the attack surface. So as these threats appear uh, in the global digital infrastructure, being able to rapidly share that information amongst the good guys to say, hey, you know, something's happening over here. Maybe you can pre-position your infrastructure so that it doesn't affect you. So an information sharing community is critical to the future of cybersecurity. Willis says you can get an illustration of how this information sharing might stave off damage if you trace a malware outbreak as it crosses the globe. As uh, day starts in Europe and malware starts to spike, and then as America awakes, malware spiking as it spreads over there. So being able to communicate across all those entities and organizations at internet speed is very important. So what does this information community look like? Willis says it could be companies working together toward a common goal. That could be a goal of uh, protecting cloud services, where you may have a bunch of cloud service providers banding together to share information about threats that are happening against cloud services. Or it could be the government partnering with the owners and operators of critical infrastructure. Like nuclear power plant operators or water and dam treatment plant operators to share critical information that may affect them and vice versa with industry sharing back to government about their threats that they're seeing in expectation that that collaboration and that sharing can improve everybody's security posture. Willis says there are three things to look for when building an information sharing community. The first is a common goal. You might think of it as trust in a foxhole. We're all in the same foxhole together, so it's easy for me to trust you, cover my back, I'll cover yours. The second element necessary for an information sharing community is some kind of framework for sharing. Some guide rails for how you're gonna share, what information you're gonna share, what are the rules of the road, so to speak. So how are you going to take care and clean up that foxhole and live in that foxhole together for a while? The third element Willis identifies is a trusted method of communication. I'm gonna send you some information. I wanna have a sharing channel with you. How do I do that in a way that I know the bad guys aren't eavesdropping, that that information won't be uh, misused, abused, or, or leaked? Willis emphasizes that one critical guide rail is the protection of privacy. I know here at Intel, we focus on privacy heavily. We use it as an underlying guide rail in our, any of our information sharing activities. So I think that has to be part of the guide rails that you put in place. You have to share information to protect yourself. It's very important to share that information. And within those trust frameworks, you may be able to share more information or less information. In a world that moves at internet speed, Willis sees a need to create certain security mechanisms. I think those mechanisms exist in silos to a certain extent now. Uh, We need to broaden that, create common 
protocols and standards for sharing that type of threat information uh, in machine-readable format so that it can be shared very quickly at internet speed. The future of information sharing will also require some new secure collaboration tools. How do these disparate communities get together, collaborate in a secure way? Sometimes it can even be a challenge to collaborate effectively within your own company, let alone trying to collaborate company to company. These challenges exist even in the cyber threat sharing world. Beyond that, Willis says there's a need for more advanced cyber threat analytics. So how do we make sense of all this data that's flowing? How do we find the bad guys out there, the bad things that are happening, and that immense amount of traffic flowing throughout the, the infrastructure? So how do we collate it, analyze it, and take action. Willis emphasizes that information sharing can't be an end unto itself. It's important to focus on the result you're trying to achieve. That way you're not trying to create an information sharing construct that's one size fits all. Uh, your information sharing construct may be vastly different between a bunch of small, medium business owners that have specific challenges versus a U.S. federal agency and their information sharing challenges. The nature of information sharing is also influenced by the circumstances. If I'm um, currently under attack and it, it's very important for me to share information because I'm under attack and I know fellow partners are under attack, that sharing construct is very different. My outcome is I want to get actionable intelligence to you who's also in the foxhole so that we can all protect ourselves from that danger. Other approaches to greater cybersecurity, such as sharing best practices or trend-related data, are important but might not present such an immediate need. That information sharing may be not as urgent, it's very important, but the trust construct that I put in place may require a non-disclosure agreement or some other legal form uh, for me to share that information. Clearly, information sharing between organizations, whether private or public, presents a variety of challenges. But as Brian Willis looks ahead, he sees the practice as essential to a strong defense strategy. So these technologies are born and they change and transform the way we communicate, the way we live, the way we provide services. So I think this information sharing is going to be a living evergreen topic for us to continue to discuss. The important point, I think, for industry and government is the dialogue. To have industry and government have an open and transparent dialogue, and as long as we're having that dialogue, the system is working. That does it for this edition of Inside IT. For more information on the future of sharing cyber threat information or about anything IT related, go to www.intel.com IT. While you're there, you can sign up for the Intel IT Center for regular updates on IT topics, third-party research, IT-focused events, and more. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor.